Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So feel free to stop by. Uh, and uh, if you can't, you can certainly call in to talk to our experts. Our phone numbers are 217-356-9397, 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, and they include, right to left, John Weisgarver. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. Good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. <laughs> good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Now, we were afraid you weren't going to be able to join us. So well, no, we weren't. Yeah, I had so surprise. many other better options in my <laughs> office, but... Yeah. <laughs> we're more fun. We, we weren't. For sure, for sure. There's no question. <laughs> it's better to get out of that hole. I agree. Oh, with, yeah. I agree with Ooh. you. Well, it's just dark, you know, enclosed. Yeah. Well, yeah so be out here where you can see the snow. Well, I'd rather hang around with a plant enthusiast than plant enthusiast. I love it. You are. I mean, that's one of the cool things about you both is that you share your enthusiasm with everyone. Whether they want it or not. That's a good point. Whether they want it or not, or whether whatever level of gardening uh, experience and expertise they're at. And that's, it's fun to see. It is. Yeah. And it's infectious. Yes. Which is also nice. Yeah, that's it's what I true. think about when I think of these two. Yeah. Infectious. infectious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I like that, but. <laughs> but he means it in the best possible way. Of course he does. Sure yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you see these white things falling down in the sky right now. Ew. Uh, oh, they're and I'm, th- I'm thinking, okay, this can't be anything serious because tomorrow afternoon I was hoping to get a few things done. Oh, you will. It's, it's going to be 46 tomorrow. So awesome. It's going to be right at 40 today. So okay. this, is, this is nothing. This you'll is you'll nothing. be out in the garden. All right. Pass. Okay. Good, good. What are you Damn. getting done tomorrow? Uh, I've got a, I've, I've been, uh, I know you can't relate to this. Okay. I'll try, but... And I know John <laughs> certainly can't relate to this. Oh, it's a five-gallon bucket thing. Okay. No, I, 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 <laughs> I was about well, to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I think I've been overthinking this raised bed thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. And just do it? Yeah. I just got to get the materials list and do it. Finish the design. And so going back and forth about having the ease of having completely uniform beds, same size, same length, same height all throughout, which would allow for future crop rotations or allocating space for different people or something like that to be more uniform versus having, oh, this bed's 24 feet long, this one's 8 feet long, this one's 16, this is this or whatever. And and so it would just allow it to to flow relatively easily. Okay. The disadvantage, and it would probably be easier to handle the length of the boards and building especially assembling on your own sure. kind of thing yeah. versus having longer boards and you know trying to be down here and secure this and level that and then going down there to get another length. I have a visual. With the fact that by doing so, I'm going to use a little more material because I'll have more ends, mm-hmm. and I'll be creating more pathways and more aisles. So I'll have less planting space. Mm. Uh, and I, I think I've beat it up enough. Okay. I, you're not married to anybody like that. No, I'm not. No. Um, <laughs> so you, and, you know, you can't relate to this at all. Is no. that sarcasm? 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Is yes. that sarcasm? Yes. <laughs> that's sarcasm. That's, that's the name, new name of the show. <laughs> Ish. Right. Uh, so, so anyway. Back to uh, the raised beds. I just got to. Just gotta say, just do it. I've got a neighbor who did a tremendous job oh, yeah. with his raised beds nice. this last year, and that's what's spurred me to take mine to another level. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I just need to do it. I just, uh, and so I'm probably leaning towards the uniform because space overall is really not an issue. That's not a limiting factor where I have to get in as much as I possibly sure. can into a small amount of space, smaller amount of space. Mm-hmm. That's lucky. Because you know what will happen. If you don't do it, you're going to go, boy, I wish I did it. But I could do yeah. that either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, That's though, I, I do appreciate the little pathways and, you know, just breaks in the bed. Yeah, every four so that feet can... by eight feet, it's like, yeah. oh. walk a little bit further around that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, but. Um, That's a lot of cutting. Well, and hopefully, hopefully minimal on that, if I can play my cards right but 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 it um there's a good chance we're going to use uh just from a cost standpoint uh my neighbor and friend found uh, a source for some white oak boards nice. which oh. which isn't typically on the list of a weather resistant wood right hmm. but white oak would tolerate it pretty well and uh, i think from a cost benefit standpoint it's probably going to be the the right solution but because it's such a hard board i'll have to drill f- f- wherever the screws are going to be placed screw it, i won't yeah. be able to just to screw right through it very well hmm. so there's going to be some extra work involved extra there. steps yeah so anyway that's kind of where we're at so and you mentioned that uh you might have different spaces for different people well, if if you're gonna if rent it, it gonna out, s- or are we talking family? Yeah, nice camera. Lots for sale. I don't think we'll be renting, but uh, <laughs> but again, if somebody, or if if it's a space where hey, it's this child's uh-huh. garden sure. space, your or grandkids like that. can but, have but, their own space. But sure. you know, having having a space that's theirs to learn and try different things. Yeah. Sure. And that's so cute. again, if that's it's great. uniform, it's a little bit easier to say, boom. Okay, speaking of spaces for people, what, what? But you know what? If you're going to do that, then I could pick out what I want you to plant. And yeah, speaking of that. (laughs) I'm thinking you can tend your own four by eight. I have seeds seeds right here in my hand that we picked up. Maybe Steve would grow those for us, we said. Yeah, we said that. But I I would. And here's the challenge with that. Um, Because of the rambling nature of those. Because the boxes are only going to be four feet wide, so you can reach across and plant sure. different crops and this kind of stuff in it. And I was only going to make the aisles, the the minor aisles, three feet wide, you know, and have some larger ar- arterial aisles, yeah. but only have three feet space. So, you know, this this watermelon, I mean, she's blocking the aisle. Moon There's and just, stars, yellow, 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 yellow meat. But, Oops. but yeah. you have enough space that you and could do an auxiliary you know, ground bed for those. Exactly. Isn't that cool? And, and, and that's and I've got and I've got a spot picked out for that. Oh, that's that's a new seed. I picked it up because it's new. Okay, for us, moon and stars, yellow watermelon. And we've we've grown uh, moon and stars before. Um, I think I think I've brought 
some in, maybe a couple Instead years ago. Instead of pink, I don't remember having them, but there's a lot I don't remember, so. Okay, <laughs> Try, just trying to describe this now. Watermelons are usually like pink on the inside. Right. This one instead is more of an orange, and it has really beautiful specks of orange on the On the skin, rind. Yeah, yeah okay. the rind, yeah. Those are the Anybody? stars and the moon kind of thing. <laughs> I guess that's why it would be called the stars, huh? Mm-hmm. Moon and stars, yeah. yeah. No, Very they're, pretty. They're a, they're a beautiful heirloom. Watermelon, but so anyway, oh, back okay. to I think I think John's right for the most part, other than having to go haul water to this auxiliary <laughs> uh, patch. But yes, don't you have a wagon for your buckets? <laughs> Seriously, like, like, come, on. come on, yeah, duh. Uh, we can make it happen. It's still a matter of getting her done. Okay, I have a wagon. I don't have oh. a yoke. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go there. Um, So, yeah, this is a green zebra tomato. I know it's been in the market for a while, but it's new for this company. I think those are really pretty. It's kind of a. And and those are out there in the Chef Jeff line. Also, yes. Uh But if you want to grow them from seed, we got them. Uh, Neat. uh, Green tomatoes. Do they taste like green tomatoes or? No. No, I think the color's green. The, the color's green. Right. So when the, when they're ripe, they are green. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're just uh, different softer, color. fleshier. They're not a hard, firm, like, a oh, I'm going to get these off the vine before it freezes kind of okay. tasteless. Yeah. So this sounds like an Project ambitious tomato. project you have, Steve. Yeah. And what are you going to use to fill it with? Uh, mainly just compost. Oh, just compost, yeah. Just okay. compost, and then bark the pass in between. A little bit of indigenous soil or not? Yeah, because the soil that's underneath most of this, unless it's uh, lining on top of a pathway, existing pathway, has been improved. Awesome. Over the years, so it's gonna. Great. There's already organic matter down deeper. Yep. So. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So and it's the kind of thing that can happen in bits and pieces over the winter months. Sure. As weather allows. As weather but allows. Yeah. I've got to get some of it done immediately, so we can take advantage of some of the early spring plants. Sure. Absolutely. Before it gets to be too wet out there, so it is a little. Anyway, bit time to mo- time to make a decision and move on. Thanks for helping me. White oak, hmm, I like it. Well. I have a dining room table of white oak that belonged to my great grandmother, who's Whoa. Been, who's wow. been she's been gone sixty five years, and she had it a long time before that. Wow. So How wonderful! And it's hey. tough as toenails. T- t- it's a hey. white oak is a strong. So wood. if you can get 150, 170 years out in a dining room, surely I can get 10 oh, or 15 years the in the garden. Daylights out of it. Out so. of it. Well, yeah, isn't for there sure. some way that you could uh, put a coating or something over it to well, shellac I, it? I, I, <laughs> I could, but that takes away part of the reason why I'm using the wood that I'm using. Okay. Because I don't want to introduce that chemical, and plus that the fact that the the compost is going to be so well drained. It's going to make the wood itself less likely to rot. Yeah, it's it's not like it's, it's going to be a, a, a heavy. L- yeah. Okay. So. Yes. Anyway. Nice. Get on with it now, okay? All right. <laughs> it, you might be surprised. That might be better than cedar. Well, I know the cost is certainly going to be. Yeah. Um, nice. Okay, here's the big question of the week. Tamara. Yes. Did you get your bulbs in the ground? Yes. Whoa. Wow. 
No kidding. Thank you. Thank you. I'm quite no proud. No kidding. I might have broken my thumb in the process. Well, <laughs> hey, no. you know, stuff happens. <laughs> I got mine in. My husband, on the other hand, did not get his in. So, I didn't realize it was a competition. But, uh, well, you know. Or assigned chores. It, it was, well, it, he couldn't decide where he wanted them. And so I was, after I uh, finished mine, I was ready to come indoors. I bet. So <laughs> When, when you, you can't decide, thumb, don't do it. Snapping your fingers like hurry oh, up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, How did that happen? Yes, I did. <laughs> no. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I was sitting on on my butt, <laughs> planting them. <laughs> and I started to get up, and I just was on my thumb uh, oh. at the wrong position. And Ouch! So I don't know. It could just be jammed. One never knows. Just? I know. Sounds painful. Oh, the injuries you endure I know. Gardeners, gardeners have a hard life, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of like when you trip and fall down and hope the neighbors didn't see you do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. It's like, oh. <laughs> Nobody uh, gave us grace just because we were working in the garden. It's like <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> So the holidays are over. You've got some fabulous uh, things after Christmas sales going on, which I totally uh, endorse. Come on in and see what they have. Uh, but currently, I'm I'm starting to battle SAD, the Seasonal Affective Disorder. Oh. Now, it's not too bad, but it will get worse <laughs> oh, wow. if I don't take action now. <laughs> so I went ahead and bought a white quilt for the bed awesome and now i'm just looking around the store finding ways to make my room light and bright and happy oh that's great but you know a better way to do it i think yeah. is to come in and look at the seed display i'm sorry i just walked <laughs> i just walked by the seed packets and it's like oh my god this is great uh, there's so much color so many choices yeah look she's all giddy from it i she know is. she really is yeah <laughs> I, I would. That's uh, the coffee, but that's okay. I would recommend you plant something. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's a new house plant that you're going to put in a, a ceramic container, or whether it's a terrarium, oh. uh, or a dish garden, and but actually get some potting soil and take something from one container and mix it in. You know, it could be a succulent garden that you're going to create. It could be anything, but just there's something about handling soil and each individual plant. And yeah, smelling it, well, smelling the I, soil. Well, I typically don't just spend a lot of time doing that, but... Oh, well, I just enjoy it while I'm doing it. Okay, all right. Hey. Okay. Okay. But those are next, wonderful I'll suggestions. I'll bring you some compost next Saturday then. <laughs> okay. well, you can't wait, right? Yeah. <laughs> Take that. But uh, John and I were talking about it before the show, and at first I was thinking about around inside the building, um, just small pieces that I can do, like you have some... Uh, vases with some uh, s some silk flowers. You also have some really nice placemats and table settings that w could brighten up the house. And, Absolutely. And then, after John suggested houseplants, as you did, uh, Steve, I went out into the uh, air the greenhouse and took a look. And there's so many. You're right. So and beautiful colors: dark green, light green, yellows variegations oranges yes reds and guess what what they're all on sale <gasps> yeah really no kidding i was even thinking about trying this an week. orchid Ooh. because you have some beautiful orchids you could get something for every room 
There you go. Go ahead and tell them about the sale, kids. Yep. 30% off. 30% off that, entire selection. That goes through, oh. right? Through next Saturday. And that just started, right? Yep. Like yesterday. Started today. yesterday. Yesterday. 30% off all house plants. That's yes. wonderful. Oh, you know what? It's January, and we have a fabulous selection of house plants. Just fabulous. Well, you know, like you said, you know, you're taking down your, your Christmas decor, and you're kind of looking around like, ugh. Uh-huh. We need something to brighten brighten it up. So, yes. Oh, for sure. You know, the the neatest thing happened just before Christmas, not just before a few weeks. A lady was, a young woman was in to, to look at Christmas trees, and she said, I just can't do this. It's a lot of money, and, you know, then we're just going to have to put them out on the, on the curb in, in January. She said, I think I'll just get a big house plant. So she got a, a big um, eight-foot-tall ficus, yeah. fiddly fig, oh. and used that as her Christmas tree. That's and she said, neat. and then I still have something afterwards. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't look overly Christmassy. No. Like an well, you can make Well, it, you can it, make it do that. In fact, it would be yes. hard to make it look overly Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've kind of worked on palm trees before, about work making them look Christmassy. I think that's kind of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, was it a fiddly fig or what? Uh, it was a fiddly fig, yeah. yes. And, and those leaves are so interesting mm-hmm. in every way. I mean, I mean, they're just a, a gorgeous green leaf when you're looking at the, especially the new growth from the top side. Uh, I've got one at home that I've had for a few years, and just if you're laying on the couch and you're looking up into it, and just the coarse veins uh, from the underside are just an amazing show just wow. onto their own. I'm trying to imagine him actually reclining. I, at least I, at home. He's, <laughs> I just no, can't. He's always on the go. <laughs> Constant <Yeah>. motion. <laughs> I think that fiddle leaf figs, I don't know who started this, but just in the last year or so, they've become so popular. But they're so easy. And they're they so are. dramatic, I think. Just beautiful. Big. Well, it looks like a big fiddle. Yeah. It does. The leaf. Oh. Well, it, it all started the in the... In the decorating magazines yes exactly i mean serious but we've sold them we've sold them for as long as i can remember oh for sure but but yeah but everything goes through a cycle and and all of a sudden something's popular they're back again and the reason one of the reasons i like them compared to you know what would have been the standard 20 years ago or or more which is just a regular ficus yeah benjamin yeah uh, a weeping fig if you will it's just you don't have the leaf drop yeah Oh, so, so if you have a big one of those, and yeah. plus they don't tolerate moves real well, you're just going to have that maintenance of yeah. that. And they seem to be more of a magnet for scale and some of those things. And the fiddly oh. figs, although they can get scale and mealy and stuff like that, just seem to be very durable. Yes. And uh, there's something about if you had the luxury of being able to see one of those fiddly figs in a more uh, tropical climate growing outside – and appreciating them for being, you know, 30 or 40 feet tall and yeah. 30 or 30 or feet wide and, <laughs> or more. And then to think that you've got one inside your house, it's just kind of Where kinda are fun. they native to or uh, of? In, in Fidelia. Which is, oh, yeah, I know where that is. <laughs> okay. What? Some, some tropical area. What? Okay, enough said. Yeah, there I, you go. I, I don't, I don't What's know. really cool about them, though, that, that stem gets really woody, like, Oh, like it, a tree. It, it is, is a, tree. a tree. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. But, on, on these, but out what's going outside? I mean, the trunks are like we'd huge. see an oak or an ash or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. Up there. 
yeah. humongoid. It's like Norfolk Island Pines, which I love. I think those are just so architectural and so cool looking. Yeah. 100 feet tall, easy, in their natural environment. Make that wow. ship mast out of that Norfolk Pine. Yeah, seriously, uh, they are. I don't know if that's what they're huh. used for, but they could be. Yeah, <laughs> they're they pretty darn be. straight. Wow. That's oh, so I knew some trivia about that, but I, now I've forgotten. Oops. Something in New England, uh, they they use this one tree so much for for ship mass that they wiped, they made it extinct. They huh. wiped it what? out. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, That's I can't remember what tree it was. But Dummies. Yeah. Overuse. Yeah. How many boats can you build, for heaven's sakes, you know? I guess a few. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Ryan Pankow's article in the News Gazette today where he was talking about native plants and how important they are to be used. And he found, uh, a friend of his found a gardening book from, what, 1915? 17, I think, but yeah, okay, 15, yeah. 17, something Over like 100 that. years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he found it interesting that some of the same concepts we use today, uh, they were they were using back then as well. Sure. So I'd like... Uh, you know, they were learning about the crop rotation and, and um, yeah, that you wanted to stick to the native species and just try to put them back into the environment whenever and wherever you can. An important school for that kind of uh, investigation. The Maho plots are, the I think, the oldest experimental plots in the they country. We're, hey, we're, it's, we're really it's, it's pretty major when you build a library really underground fortunate. just so they don't shake Just those, so you keep out of the way of yeah. that small, the, field. Yeah. the small plot. Yeah. yeah. Good point. What is this, Marianne? That's that a plant you brought to the table. It's She's a house an plant. Just a plant. Yeah, we've got this line of plants that are they're already set up to be um, bonsai. Okay. Or bonsai. Bonsai is is not a bonsai is not a plant. Bonsai is a method of growing and training. And this is a ficus, and um, it just is raised up out of the soil, and you can see the roots. Um, they're so gnarly looking. I just had to bring it it's up. I think they're yes. just lovely. But that's that's part of bonsai. It's not just what kind of plant it is. It's it's about the 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 way it's shaped. It's an art form. Yeah, and especially has to do with the root structure, doesn't it? it yes, that's the beginning of it. And then you do the same thing to the top growth if you want. Maybe not. Okay. Wouldn't it be cool to have this going on at the bottom? These these gnarly roots and just make this a ball they just look be like, such a contrast it look like really cool tree limbs but instead of going up toward the sun they're going down toward the soil yeah something like that very yeah. thick and it's interesting enough to me that that would just be taking your imagination and getting that in the right container would be a great gardening experience oh for yeah. sure mm -hmm. absolutely and, and, and every time you looked at it and touched it and watered it it would be a gardening experience. There's a lot to be said about the bonsai thing. I, I, it's a lot of work. It's a challenge. It's uh, creative, very artistic. Like I said, um, I, I don't know if I have the patience for it. No, no patience. Probably, I don't remember to do things. But you, you, you'd be, you'd be fine with a fake bonsai. A thing. fake one? Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, but I mean, that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to put that in this. Uh, container, and you're not going to be taking it out and probably root pruning it on a yearly basis or ever or, or ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Face it. To be honest, <laughs> but you can have the look. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, you can have the look right now. Yeah, yeah. I, it's neat. We've got a we have a, a number of pots of them. I think the other one's a money plant. 
I think that's mm -hmm. the only two we have in what, two kinds of plants. We oh, have. I didn't look at the bonsais. Last week you had, but I did last week. And you had a couple of the windswept yeah. uh, type. Oh, the junipers, yeah. Probably. That's what it was. Probably. And those were, uh, uh, those are just for beginners, I think. A little difficult inside. I would never, ever suggest for beginners to use a, a juniper. Stay with a tropical versus yeah. Yeah, uh, a temperate plant that is going to want some cold rest of dormant yeah. period. But yeah. but if you're if you're feeling like more of a challenge, absolutely, and, and want to put a little more effort into giving it a resting period, I think if you if you can do that and you have the right environment to give it a resting period, I think they could be relatively maintenance free and very rewarding. Absolutely, but that's what it's all about, though the resting yeah. period. Junipers are outdoor trees and shrubs, big. Outdoor trees and shrubs. Well, and they typically what, zone three? Zone three, yes. Yeah, yeah. So they can tolerate a lot, a lot of cold. Okay. And honestly, they need cold. So wintering them over would be difficult. But you're not going to just leave this relatively small soil mass pot just outside. Well, I'll just put it on my deck and it's right. going to be fine it, going through the winter. Yeah, it's going to dehydrate. And, not going to happen. <laughs> okay. that. So you'd have to give it a, uh, a cool period. Probably, I don't know for sure, but probably below 45. I, I'm guessing, yeah. I yeah. Say, Maybe uh, even colder. And, and pretty consistent if you can. So somewhere between 25 and 30 and Maybe, 45 yeah. probably, somewhere in that range. And I don't know for how long, but I would guess a minimum of six weeks. And probably. Prob prob yeah, probably you would be better off with two or three months. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Uh, you wouldn't want it to be dark. Yeah. Uh, you don't need light for growth, but you would need some air circulation and some some light and okay so as attractive as they are in their pots now it'd be a little bit of a challenge but you know the bonsai juniper if you want to do that yeah, yeah. And then yeah. You have to remember to water it on occasion yeah right a lot especially because it's an evergreen right yeah all right cool let's go to the phone lines at three five six nine three nine seven plant experts live at prairie gardens john in monticello phones in good morning john good morning uh, you folks were talking about bonsai, and my daughter was came back from Japan with a couple of starter plants for me, oh. but they haven't they haven't been uh, planted yet. Is there any special soil that needs to be used as far as a bonsai, or just regular potting soil? Okay. Well, I I'd say just a regular potting soil, but high quality and that it drains well. Draining drainage would be the issue, like a lot of house plants. Would he also be concerned about the size of the pot that he's putting in, or the planter? Yeah, small. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the roots aren't encouraged to yeah, grow. You, I'm guessing. Yeah, you want it to be relatively small because that's the nature of the beast. You don't want to have too much of anything uh, for okay. it to to grow and so I, i'd say either regular pine soil or maybe even a cactus succulent exactly soil the, mix. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue. Right. Yeah. and cactus soil drains a little better so either a high quality just regular potting soil or a cactus potting soil i think would be good job. all right all right and, and have fun I mean, I've, I've, yeah I, i've tried pot bonsai before but never had too much luck with it so oh, you, know, you can do, do you know what the positive. type of plants are john varieties they are i i haven't i haven't looked at them closely yet are that are they leaves say, or are they needles like i said they're 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 basically just in a small box and i haven't even really looked at them all that much yet oh, so okay. I, i'm gonna have to do some investigation but yeah uh, neat let us know I was yeah i was curious about the, the type of soil 
Yeah, and, and well, even if you uh, aren't in a position to put them in a bonsai pot yet, just get – I assume they're in a – it sounds like they're soilless if they were brought in from outside of the country, right? So they're just yeah, yeah. maybe bagged, if you will. So yeah. probably getting yeah. them potted up even in a small peat pot or a very, very tiny plastic pot and getting them so they can get established until you decide how you're going to go with the project and the container they're going to go in and yeah. all that stuff. All right. Very good. Thank you, folks. You have a great day. You too. Well, too. Thanks, and, and good luck on that, Bonsai. I hope you they do a little bit better than the last project, but well, that's what all of this is, a learning process. Absolutely. Sure, and this is a great project for winter. I mean, no when you kidding. can't be outside. Oh. Yeah. And some that's people don't point. have anywhere to garden at all. Some and, people uh, just have... You know, live in town. So and that's what you have to do to get through these winters. You have to have a combination of being able to retreat into magazines or online articles or catalogs or whatever it is, plus physically doing something. Yeah, I paint rooms. Yeah. Huh? I paint rooms. Oh, good. That's well, that, come that on over to my that, house, Mary. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about gardening, doing things. Oh. So you, you have to be able to go out and prune or spread yes. some mulch or walk outside and dream or dig some holes or plant a terrarium or i was you mentioned the terrarium i was happy to see that uh in your your smaller miniature garden plants fairy garden uh you had some more of the uh, pinkish polka I, I just know them as polka dot plants hypoestes that's what most people call it's, them what yeah. is it Hypoestes. That's it, hypoestes. You know, you hypoestes. That. I did because uh, Jim Wurtz ha- helped me to it's, it's remember just, it. But just like a hippo, only different. Okay. <laughs> Those are pretty, aren't they? Uh, it, boy, yes, they are some of my favorites. That's neat. And uh, even just to plant, you know, like a few in a container just for, for that pop of pink. But then as I was going around in the greenhouse, I could see a lot of pinks happening in uh, in leaves, in flowers, um, in like, well, they would be leaves, but like the spiky plants. I'm trying to pull up pictures so the that you... The spiky plants. Yeah, it, it's, it's, this is the time of year when you need to see that, need to feel it. So being in the greenhouse when um, I'm watering, I, I have... So many people say, gosh, it feels so good out here. Mm-hmm. And it's just the moisture and the, the, the plants. And mm. it just feels good to have houseplants around you. And I especially like the smell. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You get that little bit of that soil smell and the yeah. moisture. If we could just bottle oh, it. Oh, those are African violets. I was going to say, they almost look like African violets. Almost. They're so close, it's crazy. They yeah. are <laughs> beautiful. And then you also have the combinations that have the blue and the purple and the uh, pink. Yes, I love that. Um, and then you had like this reddish. The Dracaena. Okay. Colorama. Next, next to this one that has beautiful variegated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably lemon limes. Lemon lime. Also Dracaena. And yeah, yeah I was Dracaena, enjoying yeah. also the bright yellows in that one. The orchids are just looking gorgeous. Um and then textures, I'm really into too. This oh, yeah, one. Those are succulents. Yes, it was a succulent. But it, and then just keep in mind, they're all thirty percent off this week, so you just gotta gotta get some. Wow. Yes. I mean, pothos that almost look yellow, especially next to the really green ones. Pothos devil's tongue is a name. Yeah. A common name. 
Now, as I was looking at more pink ones, uh, you have wandering Jews. And is that more of a creeper? Uh, a hanging down. A spreader? Or it's trailer. a hanging down yeah, thing. Spiller. Okay. It's a spiller. Thank a you. Spiller. I like hanging we down. All said, we all said like something it. different. <laughs> but it's and the we same. We all knew what we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> we did. You okay. want some rosemary while I'm thinking about it? We have a little bit. Some four-inch pots. Do you need some oh, for do home? I want some? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We, we brought one inside that's just thriving. And, uh, nice. I think. Nice. You Did know, you just bring a, it in? No. Um, probably been in for two and a half months. No spider mites yet? Good for oh. you. Listen, look at that. No. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I didn't treat the soil, so you'll not be ingesting any. Why, why, why would you do that? Uh, you will not be ingesting any toxic, because you mentioned some about no spider mites. Uh, yeah. No. No no creepers. That's awesome. Um, of course, they'll, they, they'll, if, you, if you're cooking with it, they burn up anyway, so. Wow. True. If you're so. cooking with them? Oh, for, oh. okay. Spices <laughs> or whatever. Can hose gotcha. off first. Herbs. So, yeah, back to the plants. <laughs> You know what? We had a pretty good rain last week. Most people did last Excellent weekend. Rain. So, so considering this is January, we probably need to think about uh, cold winds again. And it might might be a good idea to reapply wilt proof if you've applied it to your evergreens. Mm -hmm. After a good rain like that, it kind of dissipates. So you need to reapply that. So if it actually stuff. gets up in the 40s this afternoon or tomorrow. Perfect day to do it. Get out there and do it. Okay. Well, the soil temps, it's interesting. You know, gardening still, your husband still has time to get out there and get these bulbs in the ground. Make him do it. It's oh. like, just make a decision. Yeah. So the soil temps are still in the 40s. I think it's the very low 40s, right at 40 and 41, at 4 inch and 8 inch. Okay. So, you you know, it's still. I get an early Valentine's gift by going out there and helping him make the decision. There you oh go. My God. Do you know Ooh, how nice. many Valentine's gifts I've given him in the garden? <laughs> <laughs> he picks it out and I take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> he should feel well loved. <laughs> you established a pattern. Because his plants do. There's never too much love in the world. There no, you go. I'm teasing. <laughs> he is wonderful. And that's an excellent uh, suggestion in there steve just get it done because i mean I your opportunity could be shut off i'm not saying tomorrow but any day now any day now mm -hmm. absolutely you know the bottom could drop out that's that's why it's it's this is a great time like like you were saying to, to evaluate your garden or get out there and do those little things like the wilt proof or or pruning and that's actually what i was doing outside oh, was pruning so I, I've been doing a little bit of that and you know we were talking about japanese maples last mm -hmm. week and that's the kind of plant that I really appreciate pruning because it also is an art form. They, uh, almost all of my Japanese maples still have their so leaves. So the leaves. Yeah. I, I only have two that that don't, but all the rest of them, the ones I really want to prune, have held on to their and, leaves. And hmm. you, you know, there's a reason for it. Sure. We just don't necessarily understand it. But totally sometimes you just wonder if it's not to protect the new buds because we've had such wacky temperatures and extremes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Up I and mean, down. single digits, low teens yeah. to 50, 60 degrees, and it's been such a roller coaster. And you yeah, just wonder if, if some of the stuff is just being held on just to protect. Uh, so I'm. That's a good I, I was thinking about stripping some of them just. But I. I'm not gonna. Good. I'm, I'm gonna let them stay. I'm I'm gonna Good wait call. to prune. To the, the, I mean, they'll they'll go away, but they'll go away when they're ready. Yeah, 
I'm going to let them do that. But it, and it's not like it's just one variety of Japanese maple, and it's not like it's just one exposure. Well, the ones on the south side or the ones on uh-uh. the east side. It's All so them. uniform. It's crazy. It is crazy. Hmm. It's true. But you know, speaking of the of, of Japanese maples and the new plants that I have in my yard, <laughs> there's a couple of them that don't get very much water. So what? That, I know. It's <laughs> it's because they're under the eave of a... You know, perhaps the right amount of water. Uh, well, okay, all right. Enough. All right. Enough water. I, I actually saw one of my camisipras that um, got burned in one of those first two really cold periods we had in November uh-huh. and December. So I think an, I know that's a really wet place. I can't believe it didn't have enough moisture. In How it long have they been it. in the ground? Oh, that particular camisipras has been there... Um, Probably six years. So other than the fact that you're totally abusing it with not watering the root system and developing a root system in this dry area, it should have another, at least half of the plant should have a, an established root system. That's yeah, it should. part that's it, exposed it, to the it's like rainfall. Right, it's right next to a downspout, which is why I think it gets enough water. It's not <laughs> because I take a hose out there by any means, but uh, no, I would have thought it would have been protected enough. But anyway, that's the thing we have to be careful of too plants new plants particularly that's i actually did that on sunday did you drag your five gallon bucket out whatever day it was i don't know (laughs) all right before the big rain yeah (laughs) but but you know what i can't depend on rain because the way the trees are the canopies are you know sometimes there's so much root competition for all that water you do get yeah yeah it's easy for those big established trees that have been there for decades or a hundred or more years yeah. to get it versus this little thing that you nestled into. They're going to take, a spot. It, take yeah. it all. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I would have never thought of that. Yeah, oh, you, you do when you see things wilting yeah, when you plant sure. in a woodland area. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or when you're trying to dig a hole and plant and you're seeing how much root competition you're. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I'll bet. And it's like hard as a brick. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. Perfect situation, right? Nothing <laughs> hasn't been disturbed for 100 years. Uh. You know, yeah. So over this past week in the store, what have people mostly been looking for and asking about? Christmas. Same thing? Well, houseplants. Christmas, is that Houseplants for sure. Uh, I had uh, a couple days ago, a gentleman was worried his garlic he had planted this fall, a few of them are starting to shoot up. And, you know, I think it's just because of the inconsistencies of of the the temperatures. And so uh, just reading a little bit of comments about about what other people have done uh we decided on some mulch or straw just to keep the soil temperatures more consistent down lower exactly so i was noticing yesterday i was walking around the garden and um, yard and i have uh, bulbs that have started to shoot out of the ground just just barely but um, mm. It's like, mm. guys, it's just not time yet. Yeah. I mean, so old, a, older established bulbs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not the, the new ones haven't. I, yeah. I am tickled with that. But, yeah. Um, wow. A little more mulch, I guess. Yeah. Like you said, John. I think that's the way to get around it. Yeah. And, and not that it's actually going to hurt the, the bulb all that much with the leaves being out of the ground, but... It does burn them usually. Once in a while, if it's a really late frost or, or late freeze, but we're not there yet, so. Yeah. Didn't okay. have to worry too much about yeah. that. And then we talked to a customer about pruning, obviously. They're overgrown, compact uh, burning bush. Oh. 
Whack it down. Is it time to do it? <laughs> you know. I never thought about pruning a burning bush. And, and typically just total takedown is not what you do. No. But it's funny how over the years you can remember how different either businesses or residents has treated certain plants over the years. And I can remember back on Kirby Avenue in Champaign, near Prospect, whenever it was a was it an Eisner grocery store before yeah. it was Aww. Diana grocery yeah, store yeah. where uh-huh. the Busey Bank location yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah. They used to have a burning bush hedge there oh. along the sidewalk. And and you know, this is so this is what, thirty some years ago. The the pruning method that was often used there was a total takedown. And it seemed like every three or four years. I mean, they just literally mowed them off. It's um, called, like called, an inch or two above the ground. It's called renewal printing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a gorgeous hedge. You know. Some some plants tolerate that. Some do. Obviously, some that do. one does. You sit well, down to an inch? Yeah. yeah. It was just like, I mean, just enough where they, I'm assuming a chainsaw probably, but uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a saw could be held horizontal, whether it was a handsaw or a chainsaw, and get down there and cut that close to the ground. Yeah. Wow. That's well, not this usually was, the method, but. Yeah, not, not normally. This was a, where I got into the middle of a husband and wife di- dispute. What? Uh, well, well, no, no. John broke the first <laughs> rule. I, you know, it was, it was kind of cute, though. It was uh, where, you know, I said, you know, you're best to, to prune every couple of years as opposed to wait for five years. I told you so. Well, that's that's smack. Smack. Exactly. That's what smack. I told you. <laughs> I was just like, oh, great. We get combat but, pay for that. Yeah. But they were, but they were having fun combat about it, too. Combat pay. So. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. It's, it's kind of amusing. Um, but it, you know, two people in the same household and, and and experiencing the same plant for so many years, and they have two totally different conceptions of of how to take care of it, you know. And you know what? That's the beauty of of horticulture and plants. Yeah. There's no one right way usually. Except my way, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my garden. <laughs> I can imagine that could be neat, though, because you end up learning different elements that work from oh. both methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's uh, usually uh, yeah. uh, several different approaches to anything, but yep. once in a while, it's it's just there's just one way. But um, yeah, that's the fun part of it. It's learning new new methods. Yeah. You know, getting back to houseplants real quick, I'm just wondering about giving them enough sunlight in the wintertime. I mean, how are they used to these lower light or shorter time spans of light? No. Well, no, yeah. they don't like it. But but if you notice, it's because of the low light levels, the plants are kind of in a state of dormancy. Oh. They don't put out a lot of new growth. Okay. So they're not using up a lot of energy because they aren't receiving a lot of energy. Right. But it isn't completely going to kill them. No. They just, well, that's you how really they. Well, abuse it. They, well, <laughs> first you off. Do you do know me, don't you, John? <laughs> you, you need to have chosen the right plant for the right space. Oh. And even if it's a plant that will tolerate, quote, unquote, low to medium light, You've just got to make sure you're not having it too minimal. Uh, if in doubt, I would 
in the winter months, I would always air on a little bit more, if at all possible. Okay. But these plants didn't want to be in seven or eight hour daylights. I mean, they came from an area that was more consistent, closer to 10 to 12 hours uh, year round and not six or seven and not mm-hmm. these crazy white gray skies. And right. Still, they're nice to have indoors, they especially are nice to have, and this time of year. you can be very successful with it. You just have to go and play in dirt. Yeah. Yep. Go play. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with our experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. If you have any questions you want to email, the uh, address is plantexperts at wdws.com. Plenty of sales going on out here now at Prairie Gardens, so come out, check them out, and take advantage of them. Have a great weekend.